Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast with Rick Fox. We're here to talk about all things insurance, including current events, trends, and strategies for success for independent agencies and carriers. Each episode provides listeners with tips and tricks you can immediately implement from Rick and other leaders from across the industry. And now, here's Rick. Welcome back to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast, the VIP. I am the host, Rick Fox, and we are again recording from the world headquarters of the VIP here in Denver, Colorado, otherwise known as Vertiforce headquarters. But we do have a recording studio. It's feeling a little more pro than when I do it at home. I'm in a box with like the weird pointy stuff on the walls, but I like it. I'm having fun. We're going to have some fun today because we're going to do an insurance, but we're going to do it a little different. I'm going to bring in a couple of guys the, the one guy you know very well from the show, Dylan Braun, our producer. Dylan, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for being on. He keeps begging me, so I figured I'd let him on again. <laughs> oh, so happy to be here. Finally, <laughs> I got a microphone in front of me. Finally, don't have to just listen to Rick talk. I can listen to Dylan. Uh, and then a good friend of mine, don't tell him I said that, but longtime insurance guy, now part of the Vertifor team, Justin Lair. Justin, hi. Hi, this is awesome. So you kind of get the best of both worlds in this insurance because you get my voice, but I'm going to bring in some other perspectives and we're going to make this kind of conversational, just kind of three guys sitting around a campfire. I don't know why I said campfire, um, having a conversation. Rick, Rick, we know you don't, we know no, you don't camp. I don't camp. Let, let's, let's be real here. <laughs> but as I said it, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't, I don't camp. Uh, okay. So first I want to let, like, just to kind of tee it up. Uh, Justin's been in the industry for a really long time started as a commercial producer, uh, spent a lot of time at Agency Revolution, running part of the sales organization there, running their enterprise department. Now he's at Vertifor as the director of networks and associations. I am really happy to have him with us. Uh, not, I don't mean on the show because that, that, I didn't really want that, but, but Dylan said we should, but having him here at Vertifor is a good thing. So Dylan or Justin, what what is your kind of perspective? Let's just start off. Let's just let's just get the ball rolling. What's your perspective on the industry, the marketplace right now? What are your thoughts? The, the, the only thing I can come up with right now is that it is the most exciting time to be in the insurance industry, period. Right. Insurance. And it, it's hard to say that. Right. Because I look at insurance and it's always been like the good, reliable industry. And, you know, insurance, I wouldn't say it's sexy in any means. But right now, so exciting because you can do so many different things in the insurance industry. I mean, as an agent, you've got choices. I mean, think about all the choices you have. Think about the choices in technology. Think about the choices, like the direction of your agency that you can go. Think about how big or how small you want to stay. I mean, everything's about choice. Um, and I, I think that's just the coolest part about insurance at this point. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, th I think about the insurance industry from... You know, when I started 15 years ago as an agent, um, what that looked like, and it was, it was very similar to my great-grandfather. When he started his agency, it was, hey, you're going to be belong to Rotary, you're going to belong to Chamber, and you're going to kind of go with that. And now it's, it's completely different. I mean, think about if you're not on LinkedIn, I mean, you're, you're not, I mean, you need to be there. That's just where you're finding so much good information and things like that. And then being able to go to some of these events and being able to network with people and I mean, think about how many agencies we know that make all of their sales just via website. Yeah. Like they don't even have live, you know, insurance agents. Yeah. They don't have to go knocking on doors like maybe some of us did when we were starting and things like that. 
So um, the excitement, Dylan, is it's it's exciting because of all of the opportunity and because of all of the options, right? I mean, just so many different ways to be good in the insurance industry right now. Would you agree with that? Yeah, that's the cool thing about it, right? So me, you guys know, I'm the designated non-insurance guy here. <laughs> uh, what's so cool is going to these conferences and seeing people get so excited about technology. You know, not just ours, but other vendors that are out there as well. Uh, and seeing the giving them the options and seeing them get excited about having these options that they've never had before. It's just something that's so cool coming from the, the software space. I mean, Rick, you've been in this industry. Well, let's just say you're the uh, elder statesman, sen- sen- senior elder executive statesman? on this, <laughs> but I mean, you say senior twice. Yeah. The <laughs> super senior yeah. uh, person with this, with the most industry knowledge. I don't want to say that too many times to you. Yeah. Um, okay. You're right. But I mean, what do you feel about the industry? You've been in so many different positions at this point. Yeah, um, I, Justin, I think it's awesome. Like to your point, like, and the reason that I get excited about doing these podcasts and some of the guests that we have on is there's so many different perspectives. And while let's say three years ago, we could have had some of these same conversations. I don't think people were listening as much. And that's what's exciting to me is right now in the industry, people are ready. They're, they're, they either got hit and smashed in the head by the pandemic or their numbers have maybe not increased as rapidly as they were so they're starting to think or they're seeing the way they spend their days as consumers and wondering why their customers can't interact with them the way that they interact with their the, the thing whoever they do business with so i agree with you this is the really exciting time but for me it's the exciting time because while some of this stuff, the change, the disruption, the evolution has been there for a really long time or a sort of a long time, I think now people are actually looking for it, ready for it. And that to me is super exciting. All right, I'm shifting gears. We got to have some fun here. Lakers, Dodgers, University of Washington. Those are my sports teams. Dylan, go. God, I was so excited to put this into the show notes. Um, no question here. Spurs, Longhorns, Cowboys, Sydney Swans, who just lost by one point in the finals. Uh, for those of you who haven't already caught on, Dylan not only is in love with Aussie Rules football, but he also plays at a very high level Aussie Rules football, which would be the only explanation for the fact that he still has a mullet. Justin? <laughs> yeah, so I, I haven't been able to figure out like a rule in the HR pamphlet to make him cut his hair. Um, I'm still looking for that loophole. Did you should, sure I'll find you it. Did you the pamphlet? Like, we, like inviting you, you on the podcast. Pamphlet? Is that, I mean, we're on a tech show here and you're talking it, about handing out pamphlets? I'm, I'm going old school trying to figure out a way to get rid of the mullet because new school is not going to work on this. Guys, I mean, November is coming up. You donate. I think I'm going to do $1,000 this year. Whoever donates $1,000 this year gets to cut my mullet off. Oh my gosh. I'm, <laughs> oh I'm, gosh. I'm, I'm Line them up. Line them up. <laughs> Rick's pulling out his wallet right now. No kidding. <laughs> Hundreds of well, well uh, according to, to Justin and his pamphlet, I guess I'm pulling out my pocketbook. I mean, that would be. <laughs> yeah, we're actually, we're, we're going to exchange dollar bills. Yeah, right? there we isn't, go. Isn't right, that yeah. what happens? They're still, are those still a thing? Can you still, can you carry money around? Is that real? What, I don't even know what a, what a pocketbook is. Do you guess exactly, because you're younger than us. But by the way, the day of this recording is also Dylan's birthday. Happy birthday, Dylan. Thanks guys. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> enough of the, enough of the silliness. Let's give some, let's give some content that people can use. Um, I'm, I'm going to say something and then I want e- either of you just jump in on this one. But for me, one of the biggest 
still necessary changes we have in the industry is adoption, is adopting to change and even more specifically adopting the technology. Thoughts? I used to work with, with agents here at Vertiford just from an account management perspective. And I can't tell you how many times I would hear someone say, oh, you know, this is great. But, um, you know, I don't think we're ready for this. You know, maybe in a couple of years, whenever Janice- We're too busy. We're busy. Like yeah. Yeah. Like there's no better time than now to make your agency better so you could make more money. I thought that's what y'all are in the business of. Yeah. But I think there's been a huge change in the last, I'm going to say three years. Three years has been the big piece because starting with Agents Revolution about seven years ago, um, it was highly educational. By the way, I, hold on. I hired you. At, don't ever forget that I hired you at Agency Revolution. Go on. I won't because during my interview, I was like, oh, that's that guy's uh, BMW out there. And it wasn't. And you were, <laughs> you were in a hoodie, which was really, really weird. But now I've learned that you only wear hoodies. So uh, I think I think Mackenzie can kind of aim to that fact. But <clears throat> what, I, what I was saying with it is, um, you know, there was this huge change that I think happened about three years ago. I don't and, and maybe it was just like a time shift on it because everything seemed to be like pushing and educating and trying to get an agency to just kind of expand into that piece. And about three years ago, now it went, okay, well, I've got this choice, this choice, and this choice. Why should I choose you? Mm-hmm. And competition in this space is awesome, in my opinion, I think, because it just makes the cream rise to the top on it. But with the competition, the agents had choices to make and now they're going, okay, well, maybe I want this. And it's not becoming an educational piece. It's becoming, what do you actually want for your agency? Which is, I think that's probably the best place to be in technology in this industry. And I think it also shows a lot of maturity for our industry when we're talking about the adoption of technology. I hate to say this, but I agree with Justin. That was that. really good, wasn't it? I mean, that was good. But okay, yeah. so let me take it one step further on what Justin said on, okay, so now we're at the point where the agency is making choices because there are choices. There's great choices. Now getting to adoption, getting your staff to buy in, getting your, at every level, managers cascading down this buy-in and using it. Because Justin, you know, from working at AR and now at, at Vertifor, and we all know, and, and you know out there, anybody listening in at a tech company that you'll talk to somebody who's like, yeah, this doesn't work. And then you do a little more research and you're like, well, it does work. You just have to use it. So I really think that that next iteration for the curious, for the ones that have choices, for the ones that are ready for change, that next iteration is how do I take this all the way down my organization so that we're not, it's not a cool idea to, you know, as an example, use marketing automation. It's not a cool idea to, to be able to have less clicks in my, whatever process. It's the way we do business and it helps people, but you've got to get that adoption. You've got to get people bought in on that. You've got to get them all the way down the road. So for me, that's, that's kind of the, the neck, like, if you're listening in and you're like, yes, I agree with everything Justin said. And if you don't, then you, then you've been under a rock because he's right. The next thing is how do I take that back to my day and get everyone locked in on what we're trying to do to get better? That's the difference. All right. So uh, this is an interview, but I, that takes me naturally into another point, which is, so we just, and I mentioned this earlier, we went through, we're still in a worldwide pandemic. And that has changed the way we live. It's changed the way we do business. And it's, it's really changed the way we have to look at our, our future plans 
But if we just sort of look in the rearview mirror for a second and see what the impact of that was, positive or negative, love to get your take on that, Dylan. Yeah, I said it before last time I was on the call, but I mean, work from home was really one of the biggest things that came out of the pandemic. We're still at Vertifor, we're still working from home. We've even pushed it out another, what, five months, yes. the possibility of us coming back in the office, minus obviously, you know, you and I coming in today. Um, and I think that's one of the craziest things that, that have happened because before then, I'm sure any agency was like, you know, no, you have to do your work from the office. That's why we pay for this four walls and a roof. Um, but nowadays, you have the option of working from home if you need to. You know, maybe someone needs to take care of their kids. You know, a sick kiddo or something like that, and you have the option to work from home, and it's not a taboo thing anymore. And I think that's really cool. Justin, how do you feel about that? You've worked from home for you know the longest. I know you traveled a lot as well for for AR. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of actually missing getting air miles at this point. Um, <laughs> as, as, weird, as, re- as weird as that sounds, I mean, I I'm looking forward to when we can go back and travel and have that face to face because you know the the 2D piece is uh you know it's there. Zoom provides some of that, but um, like when I was at INA two weeks ago. It was great to see people face to face and have those connections and and do those things. So I think with the pandemic, I mean, yeah, work from home has proved that we can do some things. And I think work from home has um, kind of sped up some of the agency's growth or networks and even carriers, right? Because I mean, at the beginning of this, I was talking to you know networks and uh, larger agencies that were saying, hey, at this point, we're just trying to get computers to our our uh, work from home employees. Justin, not to be self-serving here for you, but you mentioned networks. That's kind of, that's what you're, you're, that's where you live right now. I mean, that's, and, and you obviously do that because obviously if you, if you don't know Justin, you know, he's super passionate about this industry, but, but just kind of talk about networks where you think their fit is in the industry and how, how they can help agencies. Cause there's a lot of people out there that are part of one. I think there's a lot of people out there that are part of a network that aren't leveraging that network the way they should and then i think there's a lot that are wondering what to do next and networks can help that too what, what are your thoughts on that if if you haven't taken a look at a network at this point like you're you're completely missing out because in my opinion and this is even coming from the agency side when i was in the agency networks are your guiding light right now and going through the storm that we've had as a pandemic you can count on a network to give you guidance whether you're small medium or large and to be able to help you go from a decision that might take a year to let's maybe cut that down to two, three weeks because they've got the knowledge and the expertise. They've got partners like Vertifor. I want, I want to be a little bit uh, you know, on my, on my high horse there because Vertifor partners with so many great networks, but now we've got the ability to work with these networks and make sure that they're getting the best products, they're getting the best workflows, they're getting the best ideas and that just makes the agency grow up that much faster. I mean, think about what it was 20 years ago. You're trying to build something yeah. no, by yourself. Right. No, you're right. Well, and I'd say Dylan also works on our networks team here. It feels sometimes like he spends all of his time uh, on the podcast, which I appreciate because he does a, such a, he does a lot of the legwork that's behind the scenes. And I, I, I tell him sometimes I probably need to tell him more, but Dylan, we appreciate all you do, man. Um, Like, here's what I would say about the network thing. Like if you're, if you're wondering either if you're in the right network or if you need to be in a network and have no idea where to start, just, you should flat out, you should be connected with Dylan and Justin anyway, 
on LinkedIn, but just shoot them a note and just say, Hey, I live in X and I'm this size. And I'm thinking, I'm really thinking I could use the, the horsepower of a network. Who should I be talking to? And we'll be more than happy to help you with stuff like that. So speaking of being connected on LinkedIn, it's a good sort of segue. I'd love to kind of get your guys take on Justin, you do a great job of sharing content, but I also know that getting better every day is part of your, your mantra. Who, who are you watching? What are you listening to? Like, what are you reading in our industry content wise to sort of better, you know, up your game? Like where, where do you go for your content? And, um, I, so I never thought of LinkedIn as a, I always thought it was like a, just a Facebook of work, right? It wasn't, it wasn't something where you're going to get a lot from. And then I finally dug in and it was probably like five years ago that I started it's like, you know what, every single agent, every single like contact I can have in the insurance world, I'm going to focus on that. And I'm actually going to spend some time, not just scroll. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I actually started learning more and more off of LinkedIn. Um, I mean, we've got so many good people in the insurance world right now. I mean, for one, you've got the VIP on there that you can Ooh, find. Yeah. Um, go download I mean, it. Gotta, go get, gotta, it. Gotta, get it. Subscribe to it. Let's there. go. But then like, I can even throw some love at um, some of the networks that we have because some of the networks, I mean, Michael Freilich from Renaissance, he's posting stuff all the time, which um, highly technical. And so he's, yeah, he's got some, he's got some views. Well, and Kevin, um, Call- Kevin Callahan has a podcast uh, with, with Michael as well at over at Renaissance. So that's a, that's an action and that's a more business related one. So very good. Yeah. I mean, we've got um, like A&E out of New Jersey, they're posting some good stuff out of there from our network side of things. Then we can get into like some of just the other, I would say in I mean, it's awesome when you see, uh, glove box coming out they've got cease and desist which is kind of funny to listen to those three guys just kind of rant back and forth and um, talk about things we're the only ones that rant they have to use a different word than that yeah yeah only rant. <laughs> yeah. yeah well uh, they've got like a bed sweater so, so just think about that for a second because that was their their last <laughs> title it it made me feel really awkward ryan i'm just gonna tell you when i read that i was i was feeling really weird but then another like another podcast was um i was think at closing the gap with chris klein like oh yeah a guy with so much knowledge and chris has been on our show and this and yeah and then you go into something like insurance nerds there's i think there's like 20 insurance nerds at this point and they post all the time yeah and so you're just getting constant information and if you take the time to actually read it that's where i think you can see a lot of growth in this industry and a lot of things happening Uh, dylan your thoughts where do i get my content from that's Easy question. Um, the, the podcast. And Rick, when we, you and I started this podcast, you tasked me with going and finding a bunch of guests. You know, half of them were already your connections, but you said, you know, go out, find some people that would be interesting for this podcast. And we've had so many incredible people on this podcast that, and every time we get off an episode, all of our guests will, will agree. I get on, uh, you know, turn my mic back on and I, I turn my camera back on and I go, that was awesome. That was the coolest <laughs> podcast we've ever done. And, you know, a couple of those guests that, that come to mind, Sean Michael Walker, incredible guest. Yeah, he's Love great. And he's got a podcast too. So go Love check him out. But it's a couple more that I just wanted to mention as well. Bradley Flowers, just absolutely <laughs> incredible. He's awesome. Ryan Hanley, we loved having you on. It's been a while. Love to have you back on. Um, you guys mentioned Michael already, but then also David Crothers. We had him, and I'm probably uh, butchering his name, but we oh, interviewed him last week as well. Talk about energy, man. David's got crazy energy. Just too much, man. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. 
this podcast has done so much for me as a just for my insurance career, it's, it's incredible. Well, and I think it's, it's become sort of a discipline, right? You have to find now, and we didn't even touch on like, you know, the articles. And like, like I said, if you're following Justin, Justin is either posting or resharing articles that, that are really important to this industry. Like, and they're important to your growth, but just stay in the podcast world. Cause like, like Dylan said, he's, he's younger. That's kind of the way that he likes to absorb content. And if you get into a rhythm and a discipline of, well, it used to be drive to work or whatever, maybe it's 20 minutes at the end of your day where you listen to something to better yourself, man, that's a, that's a big advantage. That, that starts to stack up over months or a year of how much more knowledge you're taking in that you can apply to your day. So I think, I think that the, the content thing and in insurance right now, just to touch a little bit on what Justin said on LinkedIn, man, my kids, I got teenage kids and they're on TikTok and Snapchat and Instagram and flipping through and they'll be, they'll come by and I'm flip doing the same thing, but I'm doing it on, on LinkedIn and I'm connected with people that are teaching me. I'm not just watching people dance on TikTok. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that for teenage kids. If you're a teenager, you're listening. If my kids are listening, do you, but, but just the ability and the, the, the socialness of LinkedIn now has become really awesome. You, any of you that follow me know that I'm very involved there. All right, we're going to do, I'm going to shift it to the last part of this. It's just something kind of fun we decided we would do. It's just going to be rapid fire. So somebody ask a question, whoever wants to answer, answer as fast as you can. We'll do it for a couple of minutes. Justin, you ask the first question. We're going to go uh, cats or dogs, Dylan. There's no question, dogs. My, oh, mine would you. be, is there a third choice? Is there like a none of the above choice? Can I do, <laughs> can I do, no. I'm I mean, a hairless cat. Is that what you want? <laughs> I would say dog if I had to, but my, my ultimate choice would be not to have pet hair around the house. Speaking yeah. of dogs, Steph Stucky just walked by the, uh, the conference room that I'm recording in. Shout out to Piper. Shout out. Yeah. To Piper. Yeah. Little <laughs> Hashtag Piper the dog. Yeah, that's it. All right. I got one for you guys. Favorite food. Popcorn. 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 So random. Really? So weird. So weird. But everyone says pizza, spaghetti. Italian. I was going to say pizza. Mine would popcorn, be popcorn, huh? Mine would be pizza. I don't know why I'm obsessed with popcorn, but it started when I was young. Just microwave popcorn. And then, then I worked at a movie theater. Oh and, you know, God. you work in a movie theater, you get to take home popcorn. I There's think- one point in high school when I was filling up trash bags full of popcorn at the end of the day to take back to like my teachers so they could give them out in class and I learned how to make popcorn. And ever since then, I have made it myself in a pot with the kernels. And then here's the trick. Ghee, clarified butter. That's how you do it. I feel like that's 60 seconds that I'm just never going to get back. Rick, the mullet is making so much more sense after this explanation, actually. Dylan, you ask a question. Dylan, you ask a question. Yeah, hey Rick, um, who won the NBA championship in 2014? Oh, here he goes. Oh gosh, goes. <laughs> no. All right, I'll say it. I'll say the. Uh, I will say the five-time world champion San Antonio Spurs. That's cute. <laughs> Five championships is cute. It's not 17, but it's really. All right, really, we're, it's, we're it's, in the race to say it's commendable. It's commendable. All right, I'll give you a real one. I'll give you a real one. Um, best concert you've ever attended. Well, here's a funny story. I went to the Madonna concert in high school, so I've just dated myself. But we went so that because we thought there would be a lot of cute girls there. 
And a band that I'd heard of but had not heard yet that was brand new opened for Madonna called the Beastie Boys. Maybe you've heard of them. Best concert I've ever seen. It was awesome. That would that'd be cool. super fun. Uh, you know, I actually haven't been to a concert since I took my wife 14 years ago. So, and it's the only concert I think I've ever been to, and it was Carrie Underwood. So, oh my gosh, you don't know. Stop, stop, stop. Hey, I, I was just trying to get, you know, get, get, get to that point where I could, you know, marry my wife because I knew I had something good on my hands right there. So, it was Carrie. I, I, I can took vouch one for right that, there. Justin. You are way out over your skis in yeah. that relationship. So, out of hey, doubt. Uh, Dylan, what's your concert? Uh, I've got two favorite ones. And first one is, Mother's Day, when I was in high school, I took my mom to see ZZ Top. Yeah, um, that's cool. Um, and then the second was actually with my dad. I took him to see Leonard Skinner. What? And that's got cool. really rowdy. Oh that was a fun gosh. one. Wow. All right. That's, that's an, that, that, I just wanted a couple of fun questions. People get a little more sense of who we are. Hey, guys, this was awesome. Um, I'm going to wrap it up. But what I would love for anyone out there listening to do, if you could, uh, is connect with me, make sure you connect with me, make sure you're connected with Justin, make sure you're connected with Dylan and get involved in that content world that we're talking about. Start learning, get better every single day. With your connection to me or Dylan, send us a note and tell us what you think of this uh, kind of roundtable rant that we do. Ooh, the roundtable rant. I like that. Let us know what you thought. And then I will finish this the way I always do by saying, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Go to vertifor.com as well. Do me a solid. Go to resources. Click on the podcast. Subscribe there as well. Bonus content. Really cool to be part of that community. So join that. Make sure you're connected with all of us. Thank you, everybody. We thought we'd try this new format. Uh, let us know what you thought. Have a great day, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast. And tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. You can find more episodes at vertifor.com under the resources tab or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe and join in on the conversation on LinkedIn and Twitter at Vertifor.